Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode 53 of the Work-Wife Wine Time podcast. The podcast, of course, for Australian women in business who are looking for connection and the support of other women who are sharing the same business journey. So hello again and welcome. It's Gemma here with you today and I'm ever so excited to, goodness, connect you with our guest speaker, Amy Hart, and welcome today. How are you? Hi, Gemma. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Oh my goodness. So fun. Thanks so much for being here. It's going to be the next, however long it takes, it's going to have a world of fun, right? <laughs> look, I love a good chat. So look, I'll, I'll be here all day. I really don't mind. <laughs> Perfect. I uh, absolutely love it. So first of all, let's start mm. with introducing you to our wonderful audience. So can you tell us all about you and what it is that you do? Yeah, so obviously my name's Amy. Um, I am an online business manager and Dubsado certified specialist, and I help my clients um, build customer journey and automate their processes um, in a way that sparks joy and is simple and easy to use. So that's kind of just a little summary of, yeah, what I do. Perfect. I absolutely Mm. love it. And can you (laughs) tell us a little bit about uh, your past working life before you were off working for yourself? Yes. So I have, my background actually is medical administration. So I, um, yeah, started off in a little fertility center and then I kind of grew from there and yeah. And I, um, did that for about seven years before I started working for myself. Um, and, um, yeah, I absolutely still love doing some medical stuff. I used to have a couple of medical clients that I worked as a freelancer, not so much anymore, but, um, my husband's a doctor, so I definitely kind of understand all of that stuff, which is great. Um, so yeah, so I'm background in medical administration and a couple of other bits and pieces here and there, but yeah. Yeah, perfect. So then yeah. what, yeah, what, what in the world drew you to, uh, <laughs> I know, polar opposite, right? So I actually had a really terrible job. So I, on probably like typical freelancer story, I was kind of like in this horrible job. I had this like horrible, like narcissistic boss um, and, you know, doctors, you know what they're like. Um, And I was there for three months. And one day I literally just got up and walked out because I literally just could not take it anymore. Um, I'm a pretty, like, I'm pretty tough in terms of like, I can take a lot, but that was like neck level. Um, So yeah. And then I'd found out this, this doctor had like six secretaries in 12 months or something. And I was like, Mm. that would have been good to know before I started. So Um, yeah. And so then I was like, there has to be more than this. Like there has to be more to life than just doing this over and over again. And I was like, I just don't even know if I want to do this anymore. And I kind of just went through this like quarter life crisis and was just like, 
I need something like my husband was going to be moving a lot um, for his job. And I was like, I don't really know what kind of career that I really wanted. Um, and I was like, realistically, like I signed up for this like role as his wife. <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know if I can actually hold down a career myself. Like, how am I going to do this? You know, all like full on existential crisis like style. Um, and one day, I don't know, I think I was on like Instagram or something. And I was like, maybe I could do this. Like maybe I could be an administrator, which I'm absolutely obsessed with. Um, but for other clients and not like be in a job. Um, and then I found out what a virtual assistant was and like the penny just dropped. It was just, everything was just like, yep, this is exactly what I can do. Um, I said to my husband, I was like, I just, this is what I want to do. What do you think? Like, is it crazy? And he's like, no, no, go for it. Just, just do what you can. And, you know, I got a casual job to kind of tie me over um, when I launched my business. And then, yeah, I was booked out like super quick and then it just kind of escalated from there. So yeah, it was a bit of a roundabout way of doing it. It was more out of necessity, I guess, than actually like, I didn't even know what a virtual assistant was when I started. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a huge leap and I've learned so much, like, because I was in an employee role, like I didn't know any of this like business kind of world existed. So it's been, yeah, it's been a bit of a journey, but I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. How long have you been in your business for now? Um, so it'll be coming up like four years in oh. like June, July, I think. Oh. Um, yeah, so crazy stuff. Um, yeah, that's awesome. It's around about the same time as me, actually, for you. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah, I think, like, I definitely, it took me a while to, like, find my feet and kind of find my little thing that I liked and, you know, my little crew and, you know, kind of all of that stuff. Um, so I think I would probably count the last, like, two years as, like, actually, <laughs> like, actually doing the business that I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, so yeah so that was um yeah four years that's actually crazy when I think about it now <laughs> oh right yeah the time yeah. The time just goes um and, and oh. before, before we move on like I just really mm. need to say without saying yeah. weird like you are totally like my dream like for you to like get up stand up and walk out of a job that is so oh. I oh honestly like and I am such like I am such a stickler for like rules and like doing things the right way and like doing all of this stuff. And it was like, you know, just doing things the way, you know, I'm an administrator. So I just like everything has its like place and its role and, you know, you just got to churn and like, yeah. And so it was actually like such a funny day and I wrote my resignation letter and I was going to actually go in and like do the whole, like, you know, resign properly like do it officially yeah. give my notice you know all of that kind of stuff and then on the day like my boss like had literally just ignored me for the entire day and it was just me and him in the office and his door was shut he wasn't answering my messages we weren't seeing patients that day or anything mm-hmm. and I was like he doesn't want to see me I'm honestly if you can't be bothered with like having the time of day to actually have this conversation I'm just going to walk out. And so I literally packed up my entire desk, called my husband and was like, come and pick me up. I am 
Like I'm walking out and I'm not going back tomorrow. And he was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, no, nah, he won't see me. He won't talk to me. Like it was wild. So yeah, I don't think I've had that much of adrenaline since like that day. And I'm still kind of like um, amazed at myself that I would actually do something like that. But it was, it was pretty much necessary. So yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so badass. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not usually a badass. So that's yeah. kind of. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna own that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my one badass moment. That's me. Yeah, Yay. that was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah, oh, so. absolutely love it. Oh goodness. Yeah. Anyway, so we are here yeah. today. <laughs> we are, and yeah, four years later, I haven't honestly like. Well, I have looked back. You know, sometimes you just kind of want to, you know, give it all up and go to the other side of the, you know, grass is green or whatever, but at the end of the day, I don't think I could ever do it again. Like, so yeah. So I think I've moved four times in the last five years. So yeah, definitely haven't been able to like, well, I've had the flexibility to be able to, you know, do my thing and not be interrupted, you know, that much. So yeah, it's been really good. I love it. So Hmm. Yeah, moving on. And we're yeah, moving on. <laughs> I love a juicy resignation story. So, like, I just love like giving people that. So it's that's so my my little juicy story. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, so brilliant. We're all about that here at uh, Work Wife Wine Time. So thanks for sharing. No worries. <laughs> oh goodness, but we are discussing uh, automation today. Yes. And- how, t- how important it is, of course, when running a business, but yeah. more so how to, you know, really automate but keep it human. Yes. Which is yeah. pretty important, right? Um, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So first of all, I guess let's mm. let's talk about the automation side. So what? why is it absolutely critical to be automated? Yeah. Yeah, and I think like critical is a, a good word, and I think I, I yeah, I would say that it's critical. But honestly, like people are in all different stages of their business and stuff, and you know, at the end of the day, it's not like the first thing that you're ever gonna do. But as you grow and scale, and things change, and you know, your life gets busier, your business gets busier, you're booked out with clients, all of those things, it's not something that you can maintain without automation or without outsourcing so yeah i think it would i would say it's definitely critical to scale and grow um but yeah and i think having that human element is also really important and i love talking about this because everyone thinks that automation means losing all of that like personalization and the human aspect and all of that kind of stuff but At the end of the day, what I actually believe is it enables you to be able to make it more personalized and have a better experience with your clients because all of these things, like all of the things that you need to do in your business to onboard your clients and automate uh, and, you know, go through their, um, you know, projects, you know, if you're not covering your bases and you're doing all of that manually, stuff gets missed, stuff, you know, change, like, you get busy, things fall through the cracks. And I think automation is kind of one of those things that holds up all of those basic elements of your projects and your client's onboarding process that you need to cover without you having to think about it all the time. And I think that's really important. And 
that's why I don't think that you lose that human element. Um, it actually enables you to have a better experience with your clients because they're looked after without you having to do all of this stuff on your own. Um, so yeah, that's kind yeah. of how I've, I feel about it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I've never thought about it that way, that it actually mm. would, you know, in, improve the relationship because, you know, even though it, it is an automation, I guess, communicating mm. with them, it, it is still helping helping them, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And if you're using something that enables you to fully personalize things like emails and scheduling and all that kind of stuff, um, they don't feel like they're missing out on anything. And if you've got like good copywriting and you've got all these things and a good process in place, they feel like they're going through this amazing, you know, onboarding experience or project experience or whatever you want to automate. And they feel like they're being looked after because they have all of this information and all of these things that you're telling them throughout the process without you feeling like you're drowning. So, yeah. And I think that's why I really love it because I feel like a lot of businesses that I work with have such incredible offerings to give, but their like their administration and their communication is fully lacking because they're so busy doing what they absolutely love to do. Um, but they're just not, you know, communicating with their clients enough, or they're not giving them all the information that they need or keeping them updated or, you know, something like that. So, yeah, I think that's why I really feel that it's not just about losing that human element. It's actually about, um, enhancing it or, you know, making it better for them. Yeah. Right. And I guess um, at at what stage of business mm. should you be thinking about automating processes? Yeah, there's definitely, a, there's, I see this a lot and there's a couple of different stages of people that I work with. The first one is people like me who are super organized and at the beginning of their business, they're like, I want to make sure everything is absolutely perfect and I want to have it all done like straight away. And I love that. Um, <laughs> there's obviously pros and cons to that pros. You know, you might not have a lot of clients, but you know, you, you're putting all the, the effort into your systems and processes and getting like your foundations in place and, you know, all of that kind of stuff, which is great. The cons are you haven't really worked with clients. So you don't really know what, you know, is going to happen. Um, and then there's this other stage of, um, you kind of get to a point and you're growing and you're growing and you know you're obviously you're, the project work is what's more important or it becomes more important than the actual administration side of things and you're thinking about you know outsourcing this kind of stage uh, or this kind of um you know side of your business but you don't even know what your processes are. So you're kind of like overwhelmed by the fact that you need to outsource, but you don't know how to outsource. And it's like this really like massive pendulum swing because on one hand, you've got like all this work and then the other, like you don't know like how I'm going to have time to kind of deal with this person coming in my business. And so I think there is like a sweet spot of like before it gets to the, the time that you're like fully, fully drowning in your admin, and before yeah <laughs> and then before you kind of take someone on i think that's the really good spot because it kind of enables you to look at all your systems and processes and decide 
kind of where we can automate and where things, you know, like a VA or someone could take on. So you have this really good view of what your business looks like at the moment and where it can go. So yeah, there's different stages of like when you can automate, but I think that's kind of like the sweet spot, um, you know, when you should or when you should start actually thinking about it. So yeah, yeah. Really. and I, yeah. I know you can't see us right now, but I was here cracking <laughs> up because I was that second person that had all the clients yeah. and didn't know. <laughs> well, I knew what? what the process was, but I was so used to because I'm so yeah. new, everything's super organized, everything's structured, everything, but I did it all manually. Yeah, that's wild. All of it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was just used to it that way, you know, and it just yeah. became so much and you begin to resent it as well and you're like I just you you just can't see outside of that either so Mm -hmm. I totally get like where people come from when they decide to start you know looking at this kind of stuff it's Mm -hmm. and it can be overwhelming in itself so you've got like all this stuff going on you know in your business and then you've got to think about how to improve it but you don't have the time to be able to do that and then that's usually when I get the call of like please help me (laughs) so yeah it's like I love I would love to see people come to me earlier than that um, when they have a little (laughs) bit more time but at the end of the day it's kind of like this is where most of my clients are at which is totally fine and I I hope that I'm kind of like a a nice kind of like calming (laughs) you know presence in their life at the stage that I work with them um so yeah it's um it's definitely hard to get out of that funk in terms of like seeing through the busyness and the overwhelm and all of that stuff to be able to even think about implementing automations in your business but yeah hmm. totally and now I really think about it as to why um on the topic of keeping it human I really think Mm. my biggest uh block for doing it was that it didn't feel right to me to automate I'm like no my clients need a personal email they need it yeah me personally you know that was my real sort of block there totally and that's that is totally people's like that is the number one block that I come across and Mm. as soon as I explain it to them in a way of like enabling you to be able to cover all those bases that you need to cover and still being able to have the opportunity to personalize your emails and all of that kind of stuff then that kind of breakthrough happens and then I think people kind of realize that they don't need to be doing like every every single thing manually like even just starting with like template emails in gmail like even something like that some people still have you know issues with and they feel like they need to type out the same email all of the time and i'm like well what if we had yeah don't you keep putting your hand up <laughs> we need to chat after this <laughs> um but i'm like okay well what if i set up this at least just set up this email for you and then left the spaces blank that you need to actually like put a little personal note or you know, something like that. How does that feel? And it's like, okay, yeah, that feels good. So then we kind of go to the next stage of like, okay, so what if I had all of your emails that you need to send your client in a workflow that you just need to like change and tick off? How does that feel? 
And then it's like, okay, that that's okay. Like I'm used to this template thing now and now I can work into this automation. So yeah, it's definitely some people need a little bit more like not convincing, but you know, just a little bit more of a like revelation that it doesn't all need to be done this like written the same different whatever all the time like it can just be set up ready for you to go and you can still personalize it and you can still add a a little note or whatever you want to do um and still put your brand personality in there too without feeling like it's impersonal or it's you know too automated if that makes sense (laughs) yeah no no, a hundred percent and yeah this is so interesting to me and I absolutely love uh, and maybe in a minute you could tell us more about the process because mm. I I love how you sort of do that with, with clients who probably sound like how I was and, and <laughs> slowly ease them into it, you know, like yeah. let's do a template and how would it feel to just add a little personalized note and then, yeah. it, you know, it, get them to where it's a bit more comfortable as well because the more I think about it now, I think it is sort of that fear of giving up that level of, I guess, control or oh, contact 100%. or yeah. Right. So interesting. Yeah, it's, it is really interesting. And I think, um, it's definitely something that like, I'm super passionate about because I realize that people can like have the freedom and they can have that growth without feeling like they are drowning. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, sometimes like something has to give right something has to give along the way and if you're not going to outsource fully then we need to like think of some other strategies and you know doing some automations can actually make things feel really really like much better in your business without you feeling like you're going to give up on it all the time (laughs) so yeah and i think that's a real struggle for a lot of my clients um and yeah i i love you know, chatting them about it, chatting to them about it and going through a process that's unique to them too, because every business is different. Like I work with a lot of the similar industries and, you know, a lot of people do the same thing, but everyone's process is very different. And when you have tools that can enable that, you know, custom kind of process, you know, I just, I get really excited about it because I'm like, we can do this like we can make it better for you which yeah which i really love so yeah, absolutely oh i love it um so i'm super curious can you tell us about uh an, an awesome like crm um, mm. and how it really does help in yeah this? yeah so my like biggest obsession is dubsado <laughs> and like i'm just going to base my conversations around this because it's the one i use every single day i you know set it up for my clients i use it in my own business like you know i actually like i love it and i'll live and breathe dubsado until i die i think (laughs) um but you know i as me as as me as an example so you know i have like a super busy well a lot of us have a super busy life and we we crave that kind of elusive work-life balance kind of situation and you know we can't be on all the time um so i love it for me especially these last couple of weeks as an example you know i've been moving and, and you know i took some time off um 
but my business didn't need to stop. So, you know, I was still booking discovery calls. I still had people with proposals that were pending. You know, I still had payments that needed to be taken, you know, all of those things that still, you know, keep churning when you're, you know, off. Um, but it all still just kept happening. So people were booking with me, people were accepting their proposals, people were paying their invoices, you know, people were scheduling calls. So, you know, stuff like that, I think just really enables you to have that space um, in your life and in your business. Um, so you can, you know, keep going and not feel like you get that like guilty feeling of, I should be at my computer doing this all the time. Like I should be following up and I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And I think for me, what's important is, you know, making sure all of those things are taken care of without feeling like I'm chained to my, like my laptop. Um, so yeah, I think that's, I think just the freedom it can give you um, in your life. And then in your business, it also makes things really like well organized um, because things are kind of all in the one spot. So you've got like all your client information. I've got my invoicing and my calendar and all of that kind of stuff all integrated. So when I'm looking at like a snapshot of my business, I can see all of this stuff at a glance. I can see where my clients are at, who I should be working on today. Um, you know, when their upcoming payments are all of that stuff. Um, and I think when that's in order, everything feels for me super organized and like I can actually sit down and do focus work time. You know, I can just sit down and do a client project and not, you know, have to be doing this admin all day. Um, which is a lot when you're running a business. So yeah, yeah I think that's what a good kind of CRM does. Um, and it can be, yeah, Dubsado or it could be something else or whatever. Um, but yeah, for me, it's Dubsado and yeah, it's, it's definitely got its quirks. Um, but I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of things out there and, you know, I'm just sticking with the one. <laughs> so yeah. That's why I love it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And um, it's, yeah, it's so streamlined when you can check everything within the one. Program. Streamlined is a really good word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Streamlined yeah. and organized. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like to open one thing and have everything in there. You know, I know. If, if you're like me or anyone else is like me, I'm a 600,000 tabs open kind of person. Yep, I know those people. <laughs> no, that that's me. I'm the six hundred thousand yeah. tabs and twenty windows open person. But yeah, you know uh, the one good thing about that is that anytime I want to check anything, I just go straight to my CRM. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know? And I yeah, I have mine open literally constantly, yeah, and I because I have obviously my clients to manage as well um, and projects and stuff. I'm all on it all of the time. Um, and it it's easy as well to do things on the go, which I actually love. Um, so if I'm not at my computer or I don't have it or it's not available, you know, I can have a quick look on my phone. I'm getting notifications on my emails, like that stuff is happening. Um, so at least when I'm ready, I can actually go in and, you know, sit down and, 
do like my admin and catch up. Um, but everything else is kind of doing its thing on its own, which is amazing. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. Um, and what, what kind of, I guess, tips or mm. ideas do you have of with, you know, everything streamlined in that one place mm. and all the automations and all of the things happening? Yeah. Um, how, how is it that these little tweaks and little bits that we can still keep it human? So you did sort of mention before of, um, you know, yeah. they email um, templates. You can always add a little bit of you in there and personalise yeah, it. Yeah, totally. And I absolutely love, you know, I'm not particularly like professional all of the time. You know, I love a bit of like normal kind of human you know, vibes in there um, because I'm not a machine, I'm a human. Um, and I love a good emoji. I love a good GIF. Like I love all of those things oh, yeah. um, in in emails and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and I also just really love, um, you know, kind of capturing, you know, if it's from a discovery call and you're sending it out, out, out a proposal, you know, just being able to add a couple of lines about, the conversation that you've had or you know just some dot points about their project in a proposal you know i really like that but then also having all of that information already set up so you just can you know jump in and you know add whatever you need to add um i also just love not always having things on automations either you know having stops in place that make you actually go and have to check off something that you need to do. So if there's something that you really like to do, and I always talk to this to my clients about this, but if they're doing something because they really like doing the one job, but it can be easily automated, um, and we've already automated a bunch of other stuff, just having that one thing, you know, that's manual that you enjoy doing, just keep it in there. Like just do that. Um, so it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can be like a nice little balance. Um, and I think that helps the human element as well. Um, but yeah, love a good GIF, love a good emoji, all of those things in emails. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I love that. So wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of, yeah. And everyone is different, like I mentioned earlier. And so we kind of established that at the start you know, what their kind of personality is, if they're a little bit more like stingent or like, you know, um, straight down the line, or if, you know, we like a little bit of personality or, you know, and there's not one way to do things. And I think that's why outsourcing something like a Dubsado setup, you know, you can kind of see outside of that. Um, whereas when you're in your business, things like can feel very overwhelming. So if you can look at it from an outside of perspective and kind of go like, Hey, why don't we do this? Or, Hey, why don't we add something like this in here? Like, you know, I think that's good. And people can't really see that when they're really tied down in their day to day kind of overwhelm. So, yeah, I think that's, that would be my advice. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, and Finally, tell mm. us for you, uh, mm. what does collaboration over competition mean for you? Yeah, it's a big one and one that I actually like, I am, I really love that, um, that word collaboration over competition. And, you know, I've 
we've all got people in the same industry that we're dealing with all of the time, like competition, you know, whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, for me, it's just being available to other people who do the same thing as me um, without, and, you know, sorry, I didn't really explain that very well. But, you know, for example, I've got a couple of girls that will message me and be like, hey, I just like need to pick your brain. I'm like setting this up for someone. And I just need like someone else to just have a chat because I feel like I'm, you know, too far gone in this, you know, thing. And I just need someone to give me a bit of a idea or, you know, just have a conversation about it because it can feel really lonely sometimes um, in business, especially when you work for yourself. Um, And I think just being with like-minded people even if you do the same thing like there's plenty of work out there for everyone um and if you're constantly fighting for something you know for someone's project or whatever and you know you think this person's doing it better than you and all that kind of stuff it can be really debilitating in terms of like it can really get you caught up in you know, I'm not doing the right thing or I could be doing this better or I could be doing that and the shoulds and the coulds and the, I should be doing this. And I just, I had to cut that really quick Um, because otherwise it's just, you just feel like you're constantly just like, like clawing your way through. And I think just collaborating with people and having conversations with people and, you know, offering work if you're too busy to someone else instead of leaving a client in the dark, you know, hey, I'm not available, but I'm not going to give you any other referrals, you know, that kind of thing. I think that's really important. Um, And I think that really shows collaboration over competition. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of what I, how I feel about it. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's wonderful. Um, And and tell us where our wonderful listeners find you. Where do we find you? (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm everywhere. (laughs) No. Um, Look, I'm on Instagram. um, So you can find me, heart underscore VS. um, And I'm also on the Dubsado certified community. So if you're looking for someone to set up your Dubsado, um, you can find me there, um, which is on the Dubsado website. Um, I'm on Facebook. You can send me an email. You can send me a voice memo. I love a good voice memo. Love a good Voxer, all of those things. So it's not hard to find me when you work in a like online business. <laughs> True, right? To be everywhere. But yeah, yeah, Instagram and the Dubsado community is kind of where I'm at. And um, yeah, I'd love to chat with you. If, even if it's just a conversation, I'm always up for a bit of a chat as you can probably tell um and yeah that's where I'm at yeah oh love it and what's what can you leave us with today what is your final thought for the day final (laughs) thought wow that's a good one um (laughs) my final thought and I think this is probably why people end up coming to me and It's just that if you feel like you're drowning, if you feel like you are so caught up in the day-to-day, in, you know, the busyness, in the overwhelm, there is, you know, a key to finding that freedom and falling back in love with what you do. Um, And that could be automation. It could be outsourcing, you know, and don't feel like 
it's a hundred percent or nothing um, at any point because just taking small incremental changes can drastically improve your business and your work-life balance and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think just if you're in that spot, which I know a lot of people I work with are, there is there is light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> um, and maybe that's automating, maybe that's, you know, outsourcing, whatever it is, you know, there is a be- there probably is a better way. <laughs> and I'm here for you if you need that. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. What a beautiful place to finish today's episode. Yeah. Today. But thank you thank so you much. So mu- yeah, well, thank so you. Much. <laughs> it's been, it's been so fun. And um, yeah, I'm so glad that um yeah, I got to come on and have a good chat. Yeah, art was wonderful. And that is a wrap for this week's episode of Work Wife Wine Time. And as always, all of you kick-ass women out there, fellow workwives, remember you're not alone. Of course, we're all in this together and collaboration is power. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.